internet what is up i hope everyone has had a fantastic week i hope everyone got to enjoy the episode i put up on monday with my man jonathan over at grizzly river art fantastic dude can't say enough great things about him i hope you guys like that episode if you didn't get a chance to check it out yet swing over there and check it out okay it's wednesday it's time for weapons free wednesday we got some cool stuff to talk about today, but before we do, let's dive into business stuff. And what are we going to talk about for business? We're going to talk about the Lone Element franchise. We're going to talk about primarily Patreon. If you haven't checked it out yet, we are on Patreon. In case you haven't checked it out or in case you didn't know. So swing over to Patreon. We have three different tier levels over there. Okay, We've got Around the Campfire for 10 bucks a month. That's your entry level, tier level over there. And what are we doing? We're doing a, a bi-monthly Q&A where I jump on. We hang out, we talk about current events, we talk about life, we talk about family, we talk about goal setting, we talk about guns, gear, you name it. Everything's going on over there on those bi-monthly Q&As. You also have direct message access to me, in which case, yes, I will definitely answer your message. Sometimes things get lost in the mix on Instagram, and I apologize for that. Like, I just get so many messages between all of my platforms that things get buried sometimes. So, But you will definitely get an answer back from me if you sign up for Patreon. Okay, we're going to record those live streams, and we're going to stick them up on Patreon. In case you miss them, you'll see them. Uh, and then we have a Sticker of the Month Club, which is getting ready to... I think we are still waiting for the rest of our stickers. I just We went ahead and designed a whole bunch of stickers. I think like 15 or 16 stickers for the year, and we're waiting on them to... We're waiting on samples to come back right now. And as soon as those are up, then we're just going to... I'm just going to ship all 12 for the year out, and we're going to pick 12 out of the 16, and ship them for the year and the rest will get put up on the website for purchasing so then we've got we've got team room which is the second tier which is 25 bucks a month and what do you get for that you get a little monthly tradecraft video which is just like a basic hip pocket gear review by me on i pick a piece of gear and that i use and that i like and then we we talk about it and then i put that video up we also get the bi-monthly Q and A's. Let's see what else you get. The stickers, and then you get a Lone Element hoodie. Now, the Lone Element hoodie. Yes, I, I realize, folks, it's it's almost summertime, but I live up in the mountains, and you kind of it's, you need to kind of have a hoodie all year all year round up in the mountains because it gets a little chilly at nighttime up there. So it may be 80 or 90 degrees during the day, but it drops down to like 48, 50 degrees in the evening. So when you're standing around the campfire, sometimes you need a hoodie. So hoodies are coming. They've we've been we've been waiting on an artist to finish up the art and get it to us. Um, and then we've got the last tier, which is called in the stack. That's fifty bucks a month. Okay, which I realize is a little. It's that's that's up there. So what are you getting for fifty bucks a month? Well, you're going to get if you sign up and you for that and you pay uh, at least six months, you will get uh, two hundred dollars savings on on a class tuition and you will get a free class. And you will get the hoodie, you will get access to the Q&As, you will get the sticker of the month club, and then you will get an invitation to what we're gonna do this year, which is gonna be, it's gonna be our first annual summer symposium where you're going to get invited probably up to Jackson, and you're gonna hang out with Cato and I, we're gonna do some training, we're gonna do uh, some adventure, some outdoor adventuring, and it's gonna be, and we're gonna go eat at some really great local restaurants and enjoy the great outdoors and stand around the uh, bonfire and probably drink a little whiskey and have a great time. So that's that's what the summer symposium is going to shape out to be. And that's probably going to be when we're looking at like late summer for that. We're looking at like last week of August, maybe beginning of September. I don't know yet, but it'll be right in that time block somewhere. So if you want to get invited to that, and that sounds great, and you want a class slot, 
you do have to pay six months for that because I'm not going to give you a free class slot if you sign up for a month and then cancel your subscription and be like, you owe me a free training class now. No, it's not how it works. Got to do it for six months. So those are our three tier levels. Swing over there and check it out and uh, sign up for Patreon. We've got a lot of exciting things going on over there. Uh, in addition to all of that, the Patreons, the patrons, will they will get exclusive access to a little YouTube series that I'm going to start. Well, it's not going to be on YouTube, but it, the, the teasers will be on YouTube. So you can check out the teaser. You can see what it what it's going to be. But the the actual episodes will be exclusive to Patreon only. And it's a little series called On the Road, which is kind of a behind the scenes of my life. Me traveling around, adventuring, overlanding, interacting with cool people and whatnot. So you guys will, if you sign up for Patreon, you'll get access to that. In addition to all the other things that I just listed. So I feel like there's a lot of value there compared to some of my other peers in the industry. So go swing over there and check it out. Okay, well, I think that will be enough business for today because I'm tired of running my mouth about that. So let's dive into this week's episode of Weapons Free Wednesday. Because I'm so fucking good! Here we are, and we are, goodness, what do we need to talk about? The podcast is doing good. I'm super excited about our growth on the podcast. We are kicking a lot of ass, and it's thanks to you guys. So thanks to everybody out there, because we have a global audience that downloads the podcast. So I would say we're going to dive into the top 10. We're going to start this week out with uh, top 10 and see where everybody's sitting, because I know the rankings have changed. All right, so if we pull up the website here, okay. Here's how things are shaping up in the top 10 because I do have a global audience, which I'm so excited about. It's It blows my mind that there's people in like over 15 countries that love to download the podcast. However, my analytics only captures the top 10 most downloaded countries. So although there's 15 countries in the mix, roughly, the top 10 is reserved for people that download a certain number of podcasts like a certain we've got a certain number of fanship in each country and so here's how the top 10 is is looking it's this is how top 10 is shaping up currently so coming in at number 10 we have kingdom of norway my viking folks all right vikings like you've you've fallen in the ranks okay you've you've actually i think you've you've tumbled maybe three or four spots like you were i think you were up there in that number six number five position and now you're back down in number 10 okay so viking folks i i'm planning on coming to visit your country at some point and i really need you guys to just get back after it okay sharpen your axes braid those beards eat some mushrooms and get back in the fray okay coming in at number nine ireland my irish folks okay you guys have also fallen in the rankings lately so i'm going to need you to Get it, you guys need, are going to need to get after it. Maybe put down the Guinness at the pub. I know that's a tall, tall, that's a hard ask. That's a hard ask. But maybe maybe put down the Guinness or maybe just drink more Guinness and just get on, get, just get, get back to downloading the podcast and get the, get yourself back up in the rankings because this is a global competition. This is, this is not nothing to be messed around with. You guys don't want to be, come on, Ireland. You don't want to be down there at the number nine spot. You want to be, you want to be in, you at least want to be in the top four, top five. I mean, the UK is kicking your ass right now, so that's all I got to say about that. Okay, coming in at number eight, we have Republic of South Africa. 
And we have one of my favorite humans down there, Soria. Soria, get your people's butts in gear, okay? Get their, f their ficking arses, as I think you have said before, and get them, get them moving. Get them downloading the podcast, and let's get spread the, spread the word, and let's get you guys up in the rankings. Coming in at number seven, New Zealand. My Kiwis. My Kiwis. Kiwis, at some point, you also will get a trip from me. I'm going to come over there, adventure around on your islands, and probably shoot a red stag. I would originally planned to do that back in 19. I had this big, amazing trip planned, and then COVID happened and completely screwed all of my international travel plans. But I am hoping to get back over there at some point. Probably in the next couple of years, I will be heading over to New Zealand to come visit. Okay, coming in at number six, Netherlands. More Viking folk. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. You guys are at number six, and you guys are that's that's respectable. Number six, if you're if you're in the top top five, top six, you're doing good. You're you're kicking ass. So thank you to everyone in the Netherlands that's downloading the podcast. You guys are awesome. I too want to come over there and check check out the Netherlands. I want to do a whole entire tour of that whole Scandinavia area or probably start I'm gonna drop into Iceland, spend some time in Iceland. Then I'll come over to Copenhagen and spend some time there and then just start adventuring around. Hit the Netherlands, hit the wanna to go to Helsinki, Finland, especially since those since they they're finally gonna join NATO. That's great. So we don't have to worry about the Russian horde. Or maybe we do. We still don't know what Putin's gonna do right now because he's a he's a looney tune there's a rumor that he's got cancer let's cross our fingers on that one anyway netherlands thank you okay then coming in at number five federal republic of germany the germans the germanic tribes the germanic tribes who actually gave the roman empire a serious serious ass kicking and run for their money you guys are at number five so thank you so much for that I, one of these days oktoberfest is going to happen i actually thought about doing an oktoberfest this year but other plans hit my plate, which I'll explain here in a second. Number four, UK. My UKish folk, my Scotties and my Brits and people in uh, Northern Ireland. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. You guys are at number four. Very respectable place to be. Like that's kind of where you want to be if you are in Europe. You want to be number four is the number number four is technically the top spot for you guys because I don't ever see anybody. I mean, first of all, no one's ever going to unseat the United States. It's just not going to happen. We're just, it's my prime, it's where I'm from, it's where I live, it's where I have family, friends, connections. I just, it's more my prime demographic is I don't ever see anybody beating us out. Um, I mean, looking at the analytics numbers, nobody's even remotely close to the amount of downloads. So yeah, there's that. But if you're in the top three, I just don't see anybody beating my good, my, my, my top cunts in Straya. Okay, Straya, you guys are fucking love you guys you guys are in you guys are number three right now which is fucking prime time prime time at number three i would actually love to see you guys beat canada knock canada off their little fucking soapbox and you guys are close to that you guys the analytics are you guys are running straya you're running neck and neck with the canadians so i'm gonna need you to fucking ramp it up okay well you're gonna need to ramp it up now as i mentioned why am i not going to go to Germany for Oktoberfest this year. When I had thought about it, I was like, you know, it'd be really fun to go over there, hang out, ride some trains around, get screamed at in rapid fire Deutsch, and drink some really, really great beer. I thought it would be great. But then something happened this year, and that is one of my top cunts from Straya is getting married. She's amazing. She's one of my favorite human beings on the planet Earth, and, and of course has the classic, iconic Straya 
humor. Aussies, you guys just, I don't know what it is. You guys just have a special little place in my heart. And she definitely does that. She's getting married and she invited me. So in December, I'm going to pack it up. It's the only trip I'm going to do this year outside the country. I would love, normally I love to adventure around. I love to, I've filled up two passports. I've been to like 30 countries and I love to travel. COVID obviously fucked that up for everybody. There's still a lot of crazy shit going on with COVID, not necessarily here in the United States where in, in, in particular my geographic location where I live, everybody's pretty much gotten back to life as usual. But unfortunately, that's not everybody's perspective or what's going on in everybody's neck of the woods. So unfortunately, I'm still not really the thrilled with going out with things being crazy. I'm just going to probably let things calm down for a couple more years. Not only that, I'm trying to save money because I want to build my little Shangri-La out in the woods in Wyoming. I have property out there and I'm trying to build a nice shop, studio, and probably I'm going to build a couple little glamping cabins, have some Airbnb action going on there, and then my, my house eventually. But I'm trying to piecemeal this all together because fuck mortgages, because fuck bankers, okay? I fucking hate bankers. They're going to Thunderdome to the death, okay? When the apocalypse happens, bankers, politicians, and lawyers, you guys are so fucked. I'm going to make all of you Thunderdome. You're going to Thunderdome for the right to, number one, live, but work in my garden. I'm going to chain you to a tree, and you're going to get a sleeping bag if you're lucky so you don't die of exposure. And then you're just going to, like, grow my vegetables for me. That's going to be your life. Because all of you are scumbags, and I seriously have a huge distaste for everyone in that in that in that profession because they're just not great humans. So there's that. They cause a lot of damage in people's lives, and I don't care for any of those particular human beings. So yes, you guys will Thunderdome at some point. It'll be great. But coming in at number two, my Canadians, my Canucks, Canucks, the Canucks, the Canadians. They are always holding down that number two spot. But Shreya, you're close, okay? I'm going to say, let me look at the numbers here. Shreya, you are two, no, 400 downloads. You're 400 downloads off of that number two spot, okay? And then, of course, coming in at number one, the good old red, white, and blue. All right, so I've been thinking about this, this top 10 situation, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this out there right now. I'm going to start doing a weapons a co-hosted weapons free wednesday with one of my foreign fans at least once a quarter is what i'm going to commit to right now we might we might bump this to a you know once a month thing eventually but right now i think it's going to be once a quarter so we're going into where we are in second quarter we're firmly in second quarter of 2022 so i think it's time to kick this off so what we're going to do is i'm going to go country by country and in the top 10. And so I'm going to say, we're going to start at the bottom. And that currently is Norway. Norway, the first one of you that sends me an email or a DM and says, I heard you. No. How are we going to do this? Let me think about this for a second. Send me the first one of you that emails me from Norway with the hashtag clearly hotter, hashtag clearly hotter, either DM me or email me, info at loanelement.com, and I will bring you on as a co-host for the next Weapons Free Wednesday. Now, in the past, you guys have not been great at being responsive to this. So anytime I've been like, hey, somebody from Norway, email me. I would love to have some connects in Norway. So when I come visit, we can hang out, drink beer, go climb mountains, adventure, have a great time, maybe look at some northern lights, depending on what time of the year it is. 
we haven't had any takers on that. So listen to me, Nor- Norwegians, okay, Viking folk. Hit the email, hit the DM. First one of you that says hashtag clearly hotter, Norway. So I know you're from Norway because if it's just a, a social tag, I won't know. I won't be paying attention to that. Hashtag clearly hotter, Norway. You guys will co-host the next Weapons Free Windsor. Now here's the kicker to that. Your English has to be, which you guys usually do a good job with that. So, I mean, majority of the world, everybody speaks pretty much English. So, but what I will say is, yes, that is a prerequisite. You will co-host the next Weapons Free Wednesday with me, and we will sit down and we will answer questions together. I'll ask you questions. You'll answer them. I'll answer them. It'll be a good time. Maybe we'll share beer. We'll put it up on YouTube or we'll put it up on Patreon. So let's do that. Okay. So the first person from Norway to ping me, you guys are going to be on the next Weapons Free Wednesday. Okay. And then we're just going to go up the list. So every couple months, whoever's in the nine spot, eight spot, and we're just going to work our way up the list. And then when we get to the top, we'll start, we'll start from scratch. We'll, we'll start over again, but we're going to do this one or two times per quarter is what we'll do. So that's what we're going to do. I've, I've been trying to think about how to make the top 10 more fun. This is my answer. Okay. Co-hosting weapons free Wednesday. So Norwegians, you're up to the bat. You're up to bat. Okay. Swing the bat, hit the DMs, hit the email and let's do this. All right. So questions. I've only got a couple of good questions lately and <laughs> we can, we can definitely dive into some fun stuff with this next question. So I got a question via, via social media that was, what does your dating life seriously look like? And do you have a, a, a lady in your life currently? And the answer to that was no. And strangely enough, this question did not come from a chick. This question came from a dude. Uh, love the podcast. Keep kicking ass. Thank you. Okay. So my adventures in dating. Everybody's, this is, this is actually a question that I get a lot. And I get, I, my friends are often in the mix on this too. Because they realize that I'm a, I'm actually a hermit that worked quite a bit. So adventures and dating, yeah, it's uh, nothing currently right now. Um, I mean, I always have my eyes open or ears open, or the DMs are always open. Ladies, feel free to slide in for a for a contestant to attend selection and assessment for girlfriend stuff. So yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I, I'm just gonna be real honest with you. I'm had, you know, going through, I went through a divorce with my ex-wife in, I think like 2000, I mean, the, the ink was dry on the paper in 2013, but it actually started, I think a good 18 months before that. And it just, that was, that was a, that was a, I got crushed in that whole, in that whole thing. It was, a, it was very, it was an emotional, as those of you that know that have been divorced, it's, it's an emotional drag through the mud that I really don't wish on anybody. I don't wish it on anybody. It's, it's terrible. It's one of the most excruciating, emotionally excruciating things that I've ever had to deal with in my life. And I just, I was not a fan of it. So I didn't date for a really long time. Like I survived the divorce and then I just focused on me and focused on work and did that for, I don't know, six months, seven months where I just put my head down and just kind of like let things, let my emotional hurricane just like, you know, settle. And then I, I met somebody and she was cool. And then she ended up cheating on me, her ex-boyfriend. She went back to her ex-boyfriend. They had a breakup. Then she dated me. Then she decided she liked him better. And then instead of like being an adult and telling me, hey, I, you know, this isn't working out for me. I'm, I, I actually caught her cheating on me. So yeah. So then, and then I met another human right after that. 
And we actually were in a relationship for a really long time. Um, and I thought that she was it. I thought, uh, uh, we were going to get married. And uh, we got engaged for a very brief time, and then she broke it off. And then that also crushed my life. And I went on to San Francisco, and I went to school for design school. And I left everything behind, and I pushed the reset button, and that was that was a pretty hard, pretty hard experience. She's a great person, and we uh, she's the only person that I've that I've dated that for a really long time that I was in a relationship with, pretty much, uh, that I still maintain contact with, like sh- that we've stayed we've stayed friends. And it wasn't always like that. Like I had we had some animosity with each other for a really long time, and then like we just reconnected. And she's a great she's we make a great friend. We, we are great friends. We were not great in a relationship. So, so there's that. And then while I was in San Francisco, I got really educated in, very quickly in the modern nuances of one, dating apps, but two, I got educated very quickly in like dating, kind of the dating terminology, dating, I don't know, modern dating practices, I guess is what you would call it, where I grew up very traditional and very monogamous and like you if you're you're just usually focused on one human at a time and when I got to San Francisco I got educated (laughs) very quickly and very it was it was difficult to to make the transition mentally from like okay well this is not really how it's done and people there as I love San Francisco but I got educated really quickly in the nuances of dating multiple people at the same time and it was really it, it was it was fun I had a great time Okay, once, once I got my little feelings hurt a couple of times by girls that I thought were amazing and was living in this fantasy world where I didn't know the rules to the game and I didn't know the culture model and I thought that I was the only guy and found out really after a couple of months of dating one particular human, she was fantastic, but I had no idea what was going on. She was actually dating three other dudes besides me. And uh, so that was when I finally found that out, it was... It was a little difficult to swallow, and then I just had to have a serious talk with myself and realize, okay, you can't, hey, Toto, you're not in Kansas anymore, so this is San Francisco, and you are in the, like, literal center of the universe for art, design, um, and technology, and it's it's not, it's not the ranch back in Wyoming, dummy, so you've got to figure some things out. So I did that, and then I just have, over the years, there's been a couple of long, more long-term relationships that have like, like one, one lasted, I don't know, eight or nine months. And then I've had one that lasted a, over a year, like 14 months. That was a really bad breakup too. Cause there was kids involved. So yeah, it's the dating thing is really hard. So here's what I, here's what I figured out though, during that whole entire adventure, pretty much over the last decade is I learned how to be alone. And if you haven't learned that skill set yet, like if you're afraid to be alone or you're uncomfortable to be alone or you're constantly, you're one of these codependent humans that needs other humans. And I don't say that negatively because I I didn't realize how much I was like that until I went to school and I was away from everybody and I completely unplugged from my social circle and my friends and my family and everybody. And I just wanted to focus on healing, getting better um, and blazing a new path and going to school. So that's I did that and and in getting there and being by myself I realized oh shit I've never really like been completely alone in my life just out in the world alone and unafraid uh doing doing my own thing and not having any type of social connectivity uh at all that was a really interesting time in my life and I'm gonna be honest it's the best lesson that I've ever learned 
like learning how to be completely comfortable and satisfied being alone is an amazing, it's a superpower, basically. It's a superpower. And once you learn how to do it, you really are more well-equipped. I think you're better adjusted to actually be in a relationship because you're not coming from a place of codependency. You're not coming from a place of desperation. You're coming from a place of really comfort with yourself and comfort being alone. So I am completely comfortable and happy to be the the you know the, the old bachelor with the gray beard in the woods with the dog chopping firewood and reading you know the classics next to the fire at nighttime that's i'm completely comfortable and prepared to be that guy and i'm fine with that now is that my preference no that's not my preference my preference is to have somebody to you know cook breakfast with drink coffee with adventure through life with support and you know, watch them do amazing things. They support me and watch me do amazing things. Like the ultimate, you know, it's kind of the, it's what everybody wants. You know, the ultimate teammate experience, you know, the ride or die human. Um, and so I, I'm always looking for that. I'm always hopeful that I will find that. However, I have, it's been elusive so far in my life, you know, so it's fine. Dating and the dating thing is like, I, I don't take it too seriously anymore. Like I, I constantly am reminded to just always have no expectations and meet people where they're at, you know? And, and what I mean by that is like when you, you know, when you start dating a human and you start seeing like where they're at in their life, where they're at with dealing with their trauma, where they're at with their journey, you can't really go in there and, you know, and I've been guilty of this a couple times. It's not going to be any surprise to you where, you know, because one, I'm a dude and two, I'm just a fucking, it's in my DNA to solve problems and, and to fix things. And people don't need that. People need you to, you know, just show up and maybe be that thing that they need for whatever reason at that point in time in their life. And if you come in and you try and fix everything for them and you try and, you know, save the day, which I've done a lot, and it's just bit me in the ass. So I've I've taken my Captain Savaho boots, red boots and cape, and I burned them a long time ago because I, I had a a, hard, a couple hard lessons with trying to save people and help them, and it just it it goes horrifically bad. Which is why I wrote a little poem on my Instagram that if you dig through it, you'll you'll find it. It's a it's a poem about the road to hell being paved with good intentions. Uh, it's one of my favorite ones that I've done so far. But it's, it, that's, that's essentially how it is. So you just kind of don't have expectations and meet people where they're at. And I'm just confident that eventually I'll be in the right place at the right time and maybe that'll happen. And if it doesn't, fuck it, okay? I'm going to go out in the woods with my dog and enjoy a nice, quiet, crackling fire with a book and a nice, cold IPA. And I will be just fine. I will be just fine. Now, here's the other aspect to this. And I learned this too. Because you want these things... Okay, and I've seen a lot of humans. I've talked to a lot of humans recently. I have friends that I've counseled on this because it was an epiphany that I had. If you don't, if you're not serious about this, everybody wants the dream relationship. But if you're not serious about taking the steps to try and be ready for that serious relationship or to look for it and put any effort in trying to get it, you're not, it's going to be, continue to be elusive. So the best way that I can describe this is you're not going to fucking win the lottery hanging out in your house. You're just not. You're going to win the lottery by walking down to the store and buying a fucking ticket or two, and that's how you're going to do it. You're going to buy the ticket. You're going to take the ride. Dating is, it's the, it's, nobody likes to do it. Nobody likes dating apps, and nobody likes to do that, but everybody wants the dream relationship. So you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in with yourself, 
and you got to put the work in and the effort to manifest that. So there's that. Okay, so that's kind of my long-winded spiel about dating. But no, I'm still single as fuck. And yes, I'm always, I'm always, I always have my eyes open for, uh, you know, candidates. And if they get in the selection pipe, cool. And yeah, and I do have a selection for humans. And I have had also had talks about this with several of my other friends lately. That people, people that are in my life that have uh, or are doing really well in the selection process. I'll put it that way. Uh, for friendship or for business or for romantic purposes. Like I have certain metrics and I wouldn't really say tests, but I'm just a good student of human beings at this point in my life after what I did, you know, surviving in combat and then also, you know, dating humans and dealing with business interactions, business, dating and surviving combat for the last decade. I have a pretty good idea of like the behavioral metrics that I'm looking for in a human being. And you, there's go, there's go, no go criteria. And I don't flex on that anymore. And once again, there's also been some less hard lessons in my life where I know that I should be doing this, putting these humans through these metrics to see if they're going to be a good fit or a good match for me. And then sometimes I get really excited because they're performing really good in a certain area and not so good in another area. And then I'll flex and bend on my metrics and I'll be like, well... They're doing really good in this, this, and this, but they kind of suck really bad in this, this, and this. And I, I wave, you know, and I wave. And I know better than that because I've been through several selections. And there's the, the standards are the standards for a reason. So kind of come up with it in your mind what is going to work for you and what's not going to work for you in another human being in terms of, you know, behavioral metrics. And don't flex on those. And if humans show up and they are not hitting the standard and they're not performing and they're it's raining red flags don't do what i've done in the past which is collect all the red flags up and cut them into valentine's day cards don't do that okay don't fucking do that meet people where they're at pay attention have some metrics for success and if the human doesn't make it they don't make it okay i don't care fellas i don't care how hot she is okay if she is a, is a shitbag human and she's not putting any effort and she's being lazy and she's being uncommunicative and unresponsive, fucking cut that rope immediately. Which is also, once you learn how to do that and get comfortable with that, it's it's very liberating as well. So that's my two cents on dating. I hope that answered the question. That was really long-winded, but I hope you guys can appreciate everything that I just said. Okay, next question is, which I kind of already answered, foreign travel. Do you have any plans to travel internationally this year? Okay, well, we already talked about this. I don't have any plans to travel. Well, no, I'm lying. I'm going to Australia. Yes, I'm going to Australia in, in December. That's that's definitely happening. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go to my friend's wedding. And then I'm going to go do some adventuring around. And I, I'm excited about that because the last time I was in Australia was in the military. And we did some training and we got some shore leave for a few days. And it was a great time. But I didn't really get to experience, I was up on the North Coast, and I didn't get to experience a lot of the other really awesome places in Australia that I would have loved to have gone while I was there. So I'm due for a trip back. I'm going in December, and uh, we're going to go, I'm going to go do the wedding, and then we're going to, I'm going to go adventure around. It's going to be a good time. So that is my only trip that I have on the books. Now, as I said, uh, there's other places that I want to go. There's other things that I want to do. I do want to go to Norway. I do want to go... Uh, to Iceland. I do want to go to New Zealand. So I do want to do those things, but 
I also want to build a cabin and a kick-ass shop on my property. So I have to be a good steward of funds and I'm going to prioritize me building something on my property versus going and adventuring all over the globe, which there'll be plenty of time for that later. Once I get my place built and that's done, then I will go on a an amazing global adventuring spree. And not only that, you know, in the next couple of years, hopefully things will calm down with COVID. So that's my position on foreign travel. But yes, going to Australia in December. Okay, next question. What do you think of the current situation at Black Rifle Coffee? Okay, and so for those of you that don't know and you're not paying attention to what's going on there, I've been getting blown up with DMs about the current, you know, the, the, the latest and greatest conspiracy with Black Rifle Coffee. So here's what's going on. For those of you who don't know, there's been, uh, there was a letter written and put out in the public space about Black Rifle Coffee violating some tenants of SEC code with uh, regard to stock holdings and not taking care of their investors. And it's a, it's a big, it's a huge, it's a huge problem. I don't think, uh, you know, I had a great conversation with one of my really good friends, amazing dude. He is a Harvard business grad. Uh, I love him to death. And uh, him and I have been at this for a long time. And um, he's a great dude. And he, <laughs> he's very knowledgeable in investments. And uh, he sent me this and he, him and I were talking about it. And he goes, I don't think people realize how serious this is. So to bring you up to speed, are any of the allegations true? I don't know. I don't know if any of the allegations are true, but there was a letter written. There's definitely lawsuits that have been filed and are pending. And there's basically accusations of a pump and dump, which if you don't know what a pump and dump is, that's basically when you hold several positions of stock, which if you know you're going to go public and you're holding stock, that's illegal and you can't do that under SEC code. And it's when you falsely inflate the value of the stock, you pump it up, everybody buys into it, and then you sell your shares off after the price goes up, and then you get out, uh, and then the stock, you know, tanks. And uh, it's not, it's not great. It's not a, it's not a great position. Now, I'm not going to comment to anything other than what's been put out in the public space. And realistically, like, you know, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. Do I think anybody at BRCC, you know, had any ill intent and like did this on purpose? I don't know. I, I can't, I can't speak to that. I really don't know. I've been really, really shocked by humans. Um, and I've kind of been and done and seen it all in the last 18 years in this industry. So I'm kind of at the point where it's like dating. It's kind of a wait and see thing. Let the situation develop. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to see what happens. So we've got the situation with uh, BRCC. It's not good. And uh, there's lots of lawsuits out there you can, that, are, that are starting to pile on. A lot of uh, other firms, uh, that are, you know, hedge firms uh, that are managing portfolios for clients that have invested in BRCC stock are not happy. And there could be, there's probably going to be an SEC investigation. And there's a lot of lawsuits happening. And you, all of that information's out there. If you guys want to Google it, I really don't have, I'm really not going to take a position on it yet. I'm going to, I don't think the situation's developed enough. Um, I'm going to sit back and watch and see what happens. And that is my, that's my take on the Black Rifle coffee. But they traditionally haven't done a really good job with their PR. I'm actually a little bit shocked that they haven't made a public statement about this because this is, it's, it's a big deal and it's not, they haven't really said anything. And after watching 
the dumpster fire that unraveled with the Rittenhouse situation and then the, it was either, the New, I think it was the New York Times situation. Like they just traditionally don't do a good job with their PR. And now they have this forest fire that has erupted and they have made no statement, which I am a little shocked about. And, and it's uh, not great. So uh, I'll be keeping my eyes peeled watching that. But, but, but for right now, like I'm not going to, I don't have, I don't feel like I'm equipped with enough, you know, knowledge, not knowledge, but I'm not, I'm not equipped to have an opinion quite yet. I'm going to see what happens because having recently deal dealt with some legal situations in my own life, I know how easily things can be, the truth can be manipulated and twisted and turned and made to look on paper and when it's completely patently false. So we could be having that situation occur. And, and so knowing that that's a, a definite thing that happens in litigation and a possibility. I'm just going to sit back and see what see what happens. So stay tuned on that. And if you are inclined, go out and go out and push the Google button. There's lots of information out there. Okay, Memorial Day. What are your plans for Memorial Day? My plans are to do what I do every year for Memorial Day, which is go spend time with people that I care about. It's a day of remembrance for you know all the servicemen and women first you know, that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our way of life. And I have several of those humans that are in my life. And so I'm going to go probably up to, I'm going to go spend it in Jackson. I'm going to go hang out with my man, Cato. We're going to grill some steaks. We're going to drink some whiskey and we're going to raise a glass for, for the fallen and probably shoot some guns, record some content and uh, hang out and just enjoy the beautiful uh, scenery up there in in, uh, in Jackson. And so that's probably what I'm going to do for Memorial Day. And then probably going to also, at some point during that weekend, go to my property with the chainsaw because there's some trees that need to get cut down. Cut, cut down some more trees and clean the property up a little bit and get it ready for uh, the driveway, which I'm going to get. The road is getting cut into the property here really t- relatively soon. It's going to get cut. I'm going to cut the road in and get that graveled, and that's going to be step one. And then step two is going to be to get the lot, the area cleared where I'm going to start building the shop. So get that ready to get leveled out, do a little dirt work, and get ready for concrete crew to roll up in there. And that's probably going to be what my Memorial Day weekend looks like. And then content-wise, yeah, we're going to be filming some more content for YouTube. Probably going to be doing an EDC video here really to relatively soon. Uh, our man Garantham put out a video on our helmet cover. Thank you, Mike Jones. And we got blown up and sold out of helmet covers and then have had to deal with a massive amount of questions regarding the helmet cover. So we'll probably do, I'm probably going to do a video on the helmet cover and, and then an EDC video. And uh, we're going to film some content. So all of that's going to be happening. That's my, that's what my weekend is going to shape up to be this coming weekend. So I think that's it. That covers it, folks. We hit all the wickets today that are here in my notebook for questions. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys uh, enjoy your Memorial weekend and relax, enjoy time with your family, and uh, raise a glass for uh, for the Fallen on uh, on Monday. And with that, we will get the fuck out of here and catch you next time. Peace. Anyone who runs is a BC. Anyone who stands still is a well-disciplined BC. <laughs>